Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. And we're here for another week. Happy second week of the new year. <laughs> is, that, is that how we're going to count it down for the whole year? Well, I think January is very vital, so I'm going to count down January at least. <laughs> okay. Happy second week of January. How was your first week? Was it just normal? It was fine because I wasn't at work. Oh, that's right. You still are on vacation. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, unfortunately, is my last day. That was quick. What did you just take? Just a week off? Ten days. I think it's been ten days. That went by fast. Too fast. So what have you been doing? If I was, if I was at work, it has still been last week. <laughs> so what have you been doing? Just self-care? Anything exciting? Have you been going Not anywhere? Self-care. I just haven't been doing anything. That's, I mean, if you call that self-care, I guess. Gotcha. I had a, a weekend for the girls, for my team this weekend. We saw each other Saturday and Sunday. That's about it. I ain't really haven't been doing anything. Well, that's good. Trying to use my mind in a different way. So you didn't do any planning or sketching? Because I know a lot of times when you take a break, you get into your creative mode, and there's just more time for you to create different things because <laughs> yeah, you're not working. That, that's pretty much what I did. As I said, I oh, used wow. my mind in a different way. So you really didn't take any vacation? Cause you... I did. I, was, I mean, I didn't physically do any work. I haven't physically done hair since... <laughs> September 31st. You're supposed to take a break from everything. Because, you know, your wheels keep turning even when you're doing hair. But it was just that you weren't doing hair. You're never going to get the break that you need. I'm, I'm <laughs> I just, just going to say it like that. You're never going to get it. It's not coming I back. Am. I mean, I didn't even answer any hair qu- questions or emails or text messages. Um... But, you know, I still was thinking about the year. It is the beginning of the year, just like you said. So I had to put things in perspective and figure out what my next move was going to be for the year and things I wanted to do. So more like that type of planning and, you know. Right. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I guess. I mean, that, that you're always. It was how I wanted it to be done. I wasn't, you know, bothered with everything else that's happening around what I need to do for this one. It, it just, it was in a more peaceful way. Didn't give me that, okay, God. Oh, I mean, okay. Okay, I'm just saying you didn't really take a break, but if that is a break for you, I guess, I mean, yeah, that's exciting. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I should have just went somewhere. That's what I should have done. You should have just went somewhere. Didn't Don't even take your work phone. Take your little personal phone. That's it. I actually just turned that on today. What's your personal I, phone? My work phone. Turned it on. Didn't even look at it. I just turned it on. <laughs> and then it was buzzing way too much. And I was I like, was just going to say, like, was did you just hear a bunch of notifications? Like, bing, bing, bing. Yep. Yeah. And I just I didn't even 
look at it. So when you do, when you just pick it up, are you just going to delete everything and just start fresh? Because my, my motto is, is that if someone needs something, they're going to reach out more than once. So even, I well, feel like... Yeah, if you, I mean, it's the work phone. So if you were calling me or messaging me that much, the time has passed, man. <laughs> there's, no, there's no need to respond to you because I was on vacation. And so, <laughs> anything moving forward from Wednesday, I can help you with, but possibly... But, I mean, if it was any time between that, no. It's over. There's no need to respond. This is going to be exciting. I know when you get back, it's going to be a lot of questions. Hey, did you get my message? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was on vacation. (laughs) Which I told everybody. Like, I don't understand. I mean. I don't understand what they don't understand about it. And, like, I've seen some of the messages come through, especially the ones on in DM, like, on IG. And Oh, they get you there, too. All start with, I know you're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said you're taking time off. Like, that's all I see. Because, you know, when you don't look at the whole message, you just see the first right, few right. words of the message. Yeah, they all start like that. And that's how I know I'm not responding to you. <laughs> That is classic. I know you're on vacation, but I just want to ask you this quick question really yeah. quick. No. <laughs> no. Not answering. Sorry. Oh, my God. Well, at least, you know, they haven't, like, doubled back on the DMs, rather. Like, hey, I know you're on vacation again, but last week I did. I'm still on vacation oh, no, this they week. Have. Oh, really? They're persistent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a lot of it is it's the thing. <laughs> the thing about it is, is not only is it that I am on vacation for 10 days, but I don't have any appointments right now, I think, until like the middle of February. Mm-hmm. So it's they, they can't even understand that. It's like, <laughs> you're not available right now when I need you. You're not responding right now, and I need you. <laughs> And I can't even go and make an appointment. Yeah, it's it. it's almost like, you know, possibly losing your mom and you having to go into the foster care system and not okay, understanding. Yeah. No, that is extreme. That's what it feels like. We can't go book an appointment. Some shampoo and grease your scalp and drink. No, your it just it doesn't do the same when you do it. Like um, we're be- we're so unfortunate. We're being understanding that you're on vacation, but could you just really just answer this quick question? <laughs> That's it. Just this is it'd be really quick. Just answer this little question nope. that I'm sending you. <laughs> it won't. It's gonna be a whole conversation. Well, because yeah, like I want to get an understanding of what I need to do next. No, a quick question is I can answer it in two or three words, and that's it. I hate when people like. That's why even just with regular conversation and text message is a problem for me because it's like I see the question, but I see the person. <laughs> so it's like I know if I give this a very simple, short, quick answer whenever I have, you know, 10 seconds to answer real quick. Uh-huh. But, then, but then they want to continue the conversation. And I'm like, no. Could it was supposed to be a quick answer and then that's it <laughs> but could you, maybe maybe they just miss you like maybe they're just trying to you know who, who really misses me bro come on 
I mean, that is that is true too. Because not miss Come on. That's the only conclusion I can come up with is that they miss oh. you and they just need some form of you. Mm. And just like any person, like we don't like not having mm. access to what we want. We need to normalize not needing any form of people. Like, that is a lot to put on somebody. Because if everybody needs a piece of you... I think that's what it is, honestly. What's left of you for yourself. Well, that's that's what happens when people get caught up in being needed so much that they forget to that they need themselves. Um, and I think it's kind of common for people that are, you know, a stylist or always servicing others where they tend to get the guilt of feeling needed all the time because there, there are always people in the, in the business of serving others where they feel like they can't take a break for themselves. Like they have to have some form of communicating with others, whether it be, you know, via cell phone or via DM, like they always make themselves available because they feel like someone's going to need them and they're afraid of, I guess of allowing people to adapt or make whatever changes they need to be when you're not available. Mm. Like I'm happy. I don't feel that way. I guess I, I probably was like that. Well, no, I know I was like that in the beginning, but that's because <laughs> you're in it's the beginning and you're trying to establish yourself. But right. it, and I think- it definitely took longer to retrain my clientele mm-hmm. to not need me. Um, and see, and, and I, that has taken time. And I think, I think even now, like a lot still don't really get it or understand. Cause there's like any, if we take a vacation on a regular nine to five or in corporate America, we're not expecting our job to call us and we're not even answering if yeah, our job calls turn us. turn your email off. Yeah. You don't take your work laptop with you. You don't take your, you know, whatever. Right. You're done. You're off. You're off the clock. Right. Let them and figure out whatever fine. they really can't even access you right like either the work is going to be there for you when you get back or somebody's going to figure it out yeah somebody's going to figure out this fire that's going on and i think it should be the same way but it's just the fact that i feel like you know servicers there's so many ways to get in contact with them it's so many avenues you can reach like you said, DM, whether it's Facebook or whether it's, they leave a message on your, your app to book an appointment. Like there are so many different ways to try to get your attention or contact. And it almost feels like, bro, you really, like you said, you can't really wash your hair and grease your scalp. <laughs> like just for one week, I'll be back the following week. Right. But, it's just for one week. It's just I don't the, know what they're gonna do in June when I have to be out for three weeks. What's gonna happen then? I, I'm honestly, I'm afraid for you. I'm not. I'm afraid for them. I feel bad for them. Because I'm not afraid for myself, though. I don't think they're gonna take that too well at all. I'm sorry. I just, I don't. I just want to see how this is gonna go when you put that out there. <laughs> I've already been telling people in my chair, like every time they come, like, "Hey, in June I have to be out for three weeks." I'm just letting you know that now. <laughs> the fact that you have to give disclaimers along yeah. the way to kind of prep them do, but i'm telling you as of now i was telling them since last month when i when i knew so <laughs> I, you know i just give them that confused but like i don't know what you're gonna do 
Right, like you make an appointment the week before I'm out <laughs> and get one for the week when I come back. That's that's the best I could do for you. That is funny. The but fact- yeah, we definitely need to normalize not being so needy for people. That's just too much. Right, and it's crazy too because, much. like, have you ever felt the guilt of like maybe those that you do their hair like that are. Not, I wouldn't say they're your friends, but you've been doing their hair for so long that you consider them like, I guess, a close associate, and like you not responding. Have they ever taken it personal? Like, oh, them bitches take everything personal. Even new clients take shit personal. That's what I'm saying. It's not as much as I can say. It's like my older clients. It's like it's even these new ones coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something in the air right now. Where it's like, <laughs> right now's the face. I need you the way I need you, when I need you, how I need you, and that's it. Right. That, that like in in every kind of avenue at this point. It's not only me. It's not only hairstylists. Right. It's everybody. They just everybody is very entitled right now. Very needy. Right. And it's... in a very demanding way. Yes, very much so, and and I think they like to guilt trip too as well, and make you feel like, hey, if I need you, why aren't you helping me? And they right. go to the extreme of saying that you're never available, and it's crazy yeah. because nowadays, like, you have it where people are so rude and pushy and needy when it comes to things that they want, but when you look at things like relationships are going backwards, friendships, um. Everything in life is everything is doing the opposite because I don't think there was ever a time where we always made people feel like we needed them. Like they had to be readily available whenever we needed to, whether it's 12 at night or in the morning or two or three in the morning. We still you respected people in their time or their life, I guess. Right. But now it's like people's wants like I don't know. It just feels like everything is going backwards. The things that did matter that we did value before is pretty much becoming extinct, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Morals, loyalty, friendships, everything, you know, the value of those things have gone down. Because I think people started to make them, like, subjective, like, like impersonal. Like, this is right. what... I believe loyalty is and this is what mm. I believe support mm. you know and patience and grace and all of these things right that's what I believe that it is and instead of saying no this is what it is right this is truly what it is not what you are you know making it out to be so that it um it fits you and your life right and what is I feel like these things are one thing. You feel like it's another thing. Mm-hmm. Then we're always going to, if we're friends, family, whatever, then we're always going to be battling. Right. And where do you think this comes from? Because I'm like, I don't, like, we know what a definition is. You can look up these definitions on Google in a dictionary, right? <laughs> so there should be a the same consensus of what these things mean. In my opinion, I think social media has ruined the meaning of a lot of different things or it's allowed people to teaching them. It's it's teaching them to to make your own analysis for things, in my opinion. Well, for social media, I mean, you're first you're taught by your parents, right? Mm -hmm. If your mama's trifling, your mama's trifling. Right. (laughs) And you've seen her do trifling shit. Right. 
if your dad doesn't have a sense of loyalty to people and he backstabbed his, his friends or was no good to his, his friends or whatever, then that's what you see. Right. And then on top of that, <laughs> you have social media. Right. So who's teaching you loyalty or uh, who's teaching you these things? Where is it coming from first? When does it click for you first? Right. And I know the stuff that I, my parents taught me probably didn't click for me until the end of high school, going into college, and when you're starting to have your own personal experiences, then you can be like, oh, yeah, this is the stuff that my mom and my dad used to say to me, you know, or my right. grandparents used to say to me. But when does when does it click or when does it change when you get into your own experiences and then you you decide whether you're not going to carry forth what the meaning of these things are, the true meaning of it is. Right. But when does it come to people making their own analysis of these things? Like how the hell do you define what loyalty is? Like how, how do we have two different meanings of what loyalty is? Listen, Some... you, only, you only change the meaning of something when you in the fucking wrong. <laughs> so it's a lot of wrong going on right now is what yeah, we're saying when you're in the wrong and your pride <laughs> and your ego won't allow you to admit that you were wrong and you don't want to be looked at as the bad person or you want to win and get your way that's the only time you start changing how shit is because you know the difference between right and wrong right. you wouldn't even argue in it and and that's what I would think, but you you see a lot of these situations where a friendship will end because one person will say, "Oh, you weren't loyal to me," and then when you're having this discussion, it's pretty much a situation where it was like a mean girl scenario. You talked to her when I told you not to talk to her because she was being mean to me, but wait, she hasn't done shit to me. Right, like that's why I said it only works when you wanted to. That's when you start changing what things mean. <laughs> So do you think it's the generation, this newer generation, I guess, Generation Z, that is like the forefront of it? Or is it just, you think it's just something that's transitioned what over time? What is the newer generation? What age is that? Mm, um, I guess up under the millennials. So I don't know. I well, don't even know how. I'm a millennial. Yeah, we're a millennial. So do you think the generation up under us kind of, you know, they're at the forefront of the loss of these values, or do you think it's just something that slowly start to transition throughout all these generations? I think as I think as the world changes and time progresses, things just change. Mm. You don't. It doesn't have to, right? Because of course, there's still people who are out there who are good, solid people who are, you know. I I, can, I see it in younger kids who you be like, oh, that's a good kid. They're being raised correctly. Right. right. Um, or I shouldn't say that because a lot of parents are raising their kids, but the kids is not taking it because of outside influences. <laughs> so the, the kid is it. listening or taking heed to whatever their parents is teaching them. Um, and then, you know, there's older people, of course, that you feel the same way. But then, it, then you see older people and you're like, who the fuck raised you? Right. How did you get through you life this long? You older than me acting like that. Right. It's just it's... so, and that's a different generation outside of me. So we can't yeah. even say that it's generation. I mean, I just feel yeah. like 
for me personally, I just feel like it came from social media because social media just it but gives it's not people. Everybody's on social media. They aren't, but when you see, it's almost like a trend where once a lot of people gravitate and start doing a certain thing, then you see others doing it. Now everybody wants to but do what they're only, doing. That only applies to the generation our generation are younger. Any generation above us did not have that. So right. where did they learn it from? They're just assholes, I feel like. No, seriously. The the generations above the millennials, they are just fucking assholes. Because, matter of fact, I was having this discussion this past weekend. Um, I went out to lunch with one of my girlfriends, um, and we were talking about family. And we were saying how the millennials, we don't really play certain shit. And most families, well, black families, um, they tend to allow... The grandparents or the older uncles or aunts to kind of just say what they want based upon how long they've been living or whatever the case may be. And they're not expecting us millennials who are also adults to say anything back or react. It's almost like you're just supposed to just take whatever we say, whatever joke, rude jokes that we give. You're not supposed to say anything back because that's disrespectful. So it's like they're fucking assholes. The, the older generation is just assholes and they feel like the longer they live, the more you're supposed to not say anything to. Yeah, it's, it's out of respect. Right, and I don't think that is even what respect is or was, to be honest. And I feel like they've kind of made their own rationale behind respect then. Not saying yeah. that, oh, I'm I'm the oldest grandma. They made their own rationale. It's just what that was what was taught to them. I guess and they're trying to make it, you know, and they and they're still doing that. They're still abiding yeah, by that rule. Respect, I'm a, I'm an elder. Mm-hmm. I've lived long enough. I've lived longer than you. I've seen more than you, which not is not necessarily the truth either. Right. But you should respect what I'm saying, and you should listen to me. You shouldn't talk back. You shouldn't. You, you know, if I yell opinions. at you, if I call you out your name, or am I disrespectful? You don't give that back to me because you're supposed to have respect for your elders, right? Which is a false notion because at the end of the day, once you're over eighteen, everybody's kind of adults at that time. And I thought that rule only applied, or at least my interpretation of it, in which I could be very wrong, is that you respect the elders, but at the same time, it's based upon things that. Maybe you don't want to do so. Maybe your your grandma, or somebody say, go outside and rake the leaves. You ain't finna yell back and say, I don't feel like it right now. No, you're not. You, you, no, you shouldn't. But it ain't like grandma. Like it was a situation I was talking. Like I said, I was having this conversation with my one of my good friends and one of her cousins who was like maybe twenty five, twenty six. Um, she was at her grandmother's house. They were at the grandmother's house maybe about two Christmases ago. Um, and she went to go get some candy out the candy jar and her grandma was like, you don't need no candy. And she was like, grandma, I can have candy. You can't have candies because you have diabetes, which is a a well-known fact. It wasn't a shot. It wasn't her being disrespectful. You know, that is a proven fact. And the grandma was like, I got diabetes, but you got fat BBs. And... (laughs) (laughs) I felt so bad laughing because it was fun. It is funny, but it's really. <laughs> so grandma took a shot at the granddaughter because 
I don't know if she just wanted the, the fire back off or she just wanted the joke. But it came to a point where the grandma, you know, she went and started telling the other aunts and uncles her little quote-unquote joke and was laughing about it. So, of course, her being, you know, the cousin being a millennial, she went, she was going, she was like, Grandma, you ain't, you know, you ain't a, but a Pop-Tart away as just yourself. And so she started pretty much roasting her grandma. And now everybody said, oh, you're being disrespectful, this and that. But then it's like, okay, so how can grandma get to say that? But I got to shut up when because, I didn't even initiate it. Because it's grandma. You can't. You... No, grandma gets it too. <laughs> like grandma oh, finna get roasted. Oh, like you don't get no. your jokes off. And then you go and tell everybody the joke. Like granted, it was funny. But no, nah, now you now you trying me. Like I said, you got diabetes, which is a proven fact. I wasn't even being funny. You have it. You can't have candy. But now you want to fire back off on me? And so she honestly, the cousin has not talked to the grandma since then. <laughs> okay, sweetie. This is not the first time your grandmother called you fat, okay? Let's be real. Your grandmother's been calling you fat. She's been making fat jokes about you and telling you you could eat. Because that's what old people do. They're disrespectful. And you just got to take that shit and move on. You don't, and I think, what you can't do is have a petty session and go back and forth with your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Because that would be the immature thing to do. And at that point, you are like, yeah, you are going to be disrespectful because... But it's like, how... You just got to let old people say what they say. Hell no. But see, no, no, no. Who made that damn rule? Because look, I can see a grandma said, well, you still don't need it because you know your feet swell up. That's a proven fact. My feet may swell up when I have a lot of salt. I can't can't come at that. But you say fat diabetes? Like, first of all, (laughs) why did you think of that? Then I think, second of all, it was the fact that it was funny. And now in front of me, you're going to go around and telling everybody what you said and laughing about it. So you get to get everybody to laugh, but I can't make everybody laugh? No, you can't. No, Grandma, you finna get your ass rolled today. <laughs> like, you finna get rolled and That's I'm not stopping. Thing. You over here trying to go tit for tat with... A seventy-year-old woman or eighty-year-old, like you just don't. She knew what, what she was doing. Out of it? I'm gonna make her feel me. <laughs> oh, what? She gonna know not that the fire off no jokes on me. <laughs> she gonna think twice next time because Grandma knew what she was doing. Oh my god! Not Grandma. But what does it? What? This is why it's I a, say, boy, once again. There's a difference between the people older than us than how the people are younger than us. The assholes. So, and, and that's what I'm saying. So, it's like you let them slide and get away with it with their definition of what respect is. And so, now what's happening, the value of those things, I feel like it's just a slow transition. Because now you have people like us, the millennials. At what generation, how many generations are we away from it? everything being just null and void absolutely like not having any kind of value or respect or anything crazily enough like i feel like we're almost there i don't even think it's going to be another generation that it's going to need to get to before it's going to be obsolete i really don't think so because i think that now there is just a lack of everything when it comes to value that when someone does have values they stick out like a sore thumb and that's what that's what's the crazy part about it. Things that were considered to be normal values 
You'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. Now it's just like, oh, my God, you know how to communicate. You know how to be respectful. That's rare now. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's yeah, been a total okay. reverse. A total reverse when it comes to those things that matter. And honestly, I think it, it the only way that it's going to get better to bring those values back is if people start getting checked. Cause this, this, yeah, I think you have to be checked because it's not like, you know, everybody get the different versions of the Bible and they make whatever interpretations they want based on whatever, you know, however they interpret it. That's not what these values are. This is not the King James version, version, you know, and you interpret the way you want to. And I interpret the way I think it should be. And then I'm telling you what I think it means. No, these are core values that are set on how they should be. The definitions are always the same, and in plain so text. Who, so who is checking it? Who like how check how like just being told that you're wrong, or how how do you want to check people? Not letting them get away with it. So I feel like if it's a situation of a value on respect, a lot of people now they're like, I want to, I want to avoid confrontation, so I'm just not going to go back and forth with you. I'm not just going to say anything back. I'm going to let you have it because I know what's right and I know what's wrong. So I'm not even going to address it. I feel like there's too many people now that are trying to avoid the conflict instead of speaking up. But And those that are that lose all these values, the value of friendship and different things, they continue to do things. They continue to um, be a bad apple in the bunch because no one is speaking up to them. No one is correcting them. Yeah, but it also that could also be if you're not, if you, some people are just not equipped with those type of communication skills. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, I don't want to say like they're soft, but you know, it's hard. They're fragile. You can't. It's hard for them to tell somebody something because of the person <clears throat> snaps back. They, they will. They don't know to respond. You know, yeah, they, and it it makes them like you know be even more introverted. And sometimes, if I know you're a disrespectful person, why am I going to start that fight with you when I know you're about to be disrespectful to me? Now it's going to cause even more of an issue. <laughs> the scariest fuck is what they sound like. Confronting <laughs> a disrespectful person and thinking that it's going to just be like well received it's not well received they're gonna cuss you the fuck out <laughs> right so i mean I, if you know you're going into the pits of hell you better have your shit together but that's why some people just choose not to even say anything altogether right just let it be yeah it's 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 crazy um to me because it's like i'm not michelle obama you know when you go like you go low and and I go high, no, you go, you go low, I go to hell. <laughs> that's Damn. that's just where just we are. Hell, huh? Yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm just you're not gonna beat me going lower. Oh, wow. That's my mindset because I see it so many times where you have people that are just stuck in their ways because people are afraid um to speak up when they're wrong, 
And a lot of times those individuals damage a lot of things, whether it's relationships, friendships, opportunities. And it's because they mm-hmm. feel like they can get away with everything that people are always going to either back I mean, off. But you also have the, the option of just disassociating yourself with that person. You don't always have to say something. Well, they, they shouldn't have said anything to begin with. <laughs> Because it's like, okay, if I don't say something, I know nobody else is going to say anything. And they're going to keep acting this way. At least I can do my due diligence for the world and speak up and let them know that there are people out here that are not going to tolerate, you know, whatever it is that they're giving out. But you also, are you also under the, you know, knowing that when you do that, that they may not give a damn about what you're saying. They don't have to, but they're going to hear me. Okay. I just want to be heard. That's it. Like, like grandma, elders. I want you to hear. I want you to know that. Look, nah, you ain't getting away with that. Okay. You may not. You may still believe that you get. So you this. believe that that's going to change people from being the way that they are. I think it is. It's a start. If enough people start checking everybody, I think it'd be a start. Okay. I think it's definitely a start. Okay. I, I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> that's just, because once again, if we're talking about people who are going based off of what they believe, the thing is, what they believe disrespect is, what they believe disloyalty is, so on and so forth. We gonna have a lot of checking going on. Mm-hmm. So Checkmate. Some that's needed some that's not needed so everybody's gonna go around checking people i could easily be like oh i don't like what you just said to me that's disrespect now i'm gonna check you and you didn't even say anything that was worth this whole argument that we're about to have right but that's what i'm saying like i feel like they have to be told that this is not how it goes so if if it comes off as being checked, but it's almost like you're schooling them, like, bro, it's not okay. The shit you're doing is not okay. That's not the way it's supposed to be. That's not how the definitions were given to you. You know that. You done tweaked it to fit whatever mood you're in or whatever scenario that you're finna have. Like, but you know that that ain't how shit's supposed to go. I think people, everybody knows. People but they know. just need a like they just I need see. a reminder. Mm-hmm. If you grew up with a trifling mama, do you know? You know right from wrong. You know if some shit apply or not. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly, it's crazy. I assume that everybody knows that. And it's crazy because I have a good friend um, that we butt head so much because, as I stated before, I believe in checking people, right? Um, and it's crazy. She went off to college. She got her degree and everything. And so she had this whole mindset when she came back, you know, like this elevated mindset where you've seen more of the world. You had more experiences than the average person that is like, I guess, stayed home the whole time and only seen the same people, the same scenarios. But since she's come home from college, which I want to say has been maybe about, um, maybe about eight years now. She has totally reverted her mindset to that hood mentality back home since she's been around these individuals, her family, her friends back home that didn't go anywhere. 
and her and I butt head so much because her way of thinking um, has reverted back to, you know, kind of hoodish. Then, then this expanded mind that I know she has is very small minded when it comes to thinking. So it'd be a lot of shit she'd be twisting up and values that I don't necessarily agree with that, you know, I'm a checker because I feel like that's my due diligence to help her. She needs my she help. Didn't ask for it. She she needed it. But you also like you're help, you're trying to help somebody who may not see there be a, see it as a problem. And so she you really does it. yourself, and they didn't even ask for it. Sometimes people need things, and they don't like asking for help. So <laughs> she needed oh, help. She was oh, afraid oh, to ask. So you- so you checking her? Every mm-hmm. it, this happens all the time. So it's not even just one situation. Like this is all. This is literally every time we're around each other. She's so getting checked about not something. Not even working because she won't. I think it's because we're not around each other enough. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. I don't think that's the reason. I think she doesn't give a damn about what you're saying, and she's gonna do whatever the hell she wants to do. I think that's what it is, sweetheart. <laughs> I, I don't think that you being around her more is what she is looking for or needs. She don't give a damn. <laughs> and you could be very well right. <laughs> you could very well be right. But you don't. But you also don't give a damn, and you're going to continue <laughs> to tell her because it make you feel good. To keep telling her. Because she needs to hear it. And that's just all it is. All right. Well, I th- good luck trying to get it, get that through to her. Yeah. She ain't listening. I, she isn't. And I think now, like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even lie. She she is not. Uh, I think now, even more so with the newer generation and these morals and values and trying to teach them anything, um, it's a lot more difficult because they are very independent thinkers. When it comes to them wanting to do what they want to do, meaning their own mindset. Um, because, because their parents been telling them their whole life they can do what they want to do, be what they want to be. You know, life is great. You're always a winner. All this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're walking around here like I can do. I can redefine loyalty and all these yeah. things. I can do what I want. I can act like how I want. And everybody just has to accept that. Right. And it's so crazy because it's like, instead of people just growing up and communicating and talk about whatever issues they have, I feel like they'll find a post or meme that fits whatever they're feeling to justify their actions or their thought process on something. I feel mm-hmm. like all they need is one piece of validation on whatever they feel to make them feel like they're right. Yeah, I, they just need just another boy to uh, post something that they agree with. Yeah, it's just just one person, one thing to, and and then they repost it, and that's them. Mm-hmm. Right, they're absolute, and they feel like they're absolutely right, and everybody is absolutely wrong because this meme just justify what I'm feeling at this very moment, and that's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And th- that. And- <laughs> moving forward period like that's just what it is yeah 
And going back to my initial point, I feel like it's social media. Because when we had yeah, MySpace, that, 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 that's not, that doesn't apply to everybody. It doesn't, but majority of people, I feel like it does. Because even now, the people that are above the millennials, whatever generation that is above the millennials, you see them on Facebook. You see them taking the close-up photos of with their eyes and nose. Facebook is old people. You know, so the people who are not really into social, but they still want to talk to their friends or their their friends or people from back home or whatever. That's what Facebook really is at this point. Yeah, until they get in like them groups that be on Facebook and people talking shit. <laughs> now they got some tea to talk about. That's, I mean, at the end of the day, you can also just remove yourself from it. Like, you don't have to be in the group. You don't have to engage in the conversation. If somebody says something out of pocket, you don't have to respond. Like, that is also a thing. I don't think people exercise that option as much as they exercise the, you know, turn up on somebody option. Right. Like, there, there's another one. The other option is don't say shit. <laughs> And drink your water and mind your business. Like, right. that's a thing. Yeah. And that one is way easier than you think it is. Like, whew, the effort you got to put into typing out all your 180 characters, you know. Oh, yeah. I know. To respond to somebody and to go back and forth all day. I know. Yeah, if, who has time for that? I know. If I'm, if I'm going to let somebody have it. I'm going to have some misspelled words. And once I go back, that's going to make me matter. Because I usually just send it because my train of thought is going so fast. I don't want to go back and reread it. But once I hit send and I go back and reread it and I see that I missed some words and I misspelled some, you know, now I'm madder because now I look, now you try to make me look stupid. <laughs> you made yourself look stupid. <laughs> no, because no, I know what I was trying to say and you know what I'm trying to say too. Baby, let it go. Yeah. Be, what's the thing else let it go <laughs> it's not even that serious you gotta let them have it 2022 ain't even about this like let that shit go let the people who, who are professionals at that shit and who enjoy that and need that to fuel their boring ass lives let them do that you go the opposite way you ain't got to go high or low just go away mm-hmm. just walk away yeah I'm I'm going to hell now. I'll just use the ladder to come back up. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't see the value of things coming back. I think it's going to become more and more rare. Um, and I just hope that it doesn't become a situation where you know where relationships are now, where it's hard to find genuine people to date. So I hope that it doesn't become difficult to find genuine friends. You know what I'm saying? Genuine conversations. I mean, that's why you have to surround yourself with better people. I don't have to worry about whether or not values and morals and all these things are are becoming, you know, mm-hmm. extinct because the people who are around me have them. Right. So I'm always going to be surrounded by that. Right. If you choose to surround yourself with people who don't have that, then you're always going to have this battle of having to check people and having to, <laughs> having to reteach people how they're supposed to be in the world or kind of to be a decent human. I don't have those worries. Right. Because yeah. you're just not even about to be around me if you like that. 
Right. Friend or family. Ooh. And my family definitely know that. (laughs) (laughs) Those who know I don't fuck with them know I don't fuck with them, period. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Family or friends. And I think it's more difficult for people to incorporate their family into that conversation. They like to just use that standard to friends and they like to hold family at a different standard. And I actually talked about this with another friend this weekend as well. Like, why do we hold our family to different standards than what we do a friend? Um, it's like fucked up people do go, they're going to be fucked up people regardless of whatever title you give them. So mm-hmm. if they do an action, regardless of whatever title they have, why are they not held to the same standard as anyone else? It should be the same standard across the board, no matter what the title is with them. They're just a fucked up person. If that's what they do, fucked up actions, but they don't get a pass. Oh, that's family. So I'm gonna give them three more chances. No, if I would cut a friend off, I'm cutting you off the same way. Hell, if anything, I have higher standards for family. Should be. Yeah, they don't even get a pass, in my opinion. Because you know better. It definitely should be that way. But people, because of that whole blood thicker than water, that whole, you know, you're supposed to stand together. It's all we all we have. And... You know, well, that is auntie so-and-so's son. That's my cousin. And, you know, we have Thanksgiving together or whatever. Then, I mean, I don't, but I know that <clears throat> that's big. I mean, I that's how my family is. Mm-hmm. You know, we know, the pe- we know the people who are, <laughs> that need all the prayers. <laughs> um, and growing up, it was always like a, you know, oh, just we just feel sorry for that person. And like, feel sorry for what? Like, right. they're a whole adult. The shit that they're doing, they're doing it because they want to. Like, right. And I always remember saying to like my mom, like, when I become an adult, I don't, I'm not talking to them. Right. I only do it because you make me, <laughs> or you know, deal with them because I have to now. But definitely, when I started to become, you know, got older, I was like, no, I don't like them. I wouldn't have liked them if they weren't family. Right. I would not be around this person. And so I'm choosing not to deal. I don't care if they're family or not. It's great. I'll respect you, but I don't have to deal with you. And that's a and that's a lack of values <clears throat> that they have and when the family does things like that, say, Oh, just pray for them. Why I like I don't understand why they're not being checked. Like, right. I really don't understand because... And that's why I used to say the same thing. You need to let them know. No, we're not all going to sit here and walk around and tiptoe and act like this person ain't doing what he, they did or staying or acting away. Tell them about it. They're an adult. They can deal with it. Right. Hell, they made the conscious decision to do whatever they're doing. To do it. Right. So exactly. why are we just setting up a prayer? Hell no. Nah. They didn't pray when they did it. Right. Well, so, yeah, I, I think it's a... It's a it's across the board, and I think that's where it stemmed from. Where now people are starting to change things um, into, you know, what they want it to be. And I think it essentially started with family first. Whether you either been taught or it's constantly, you know, going over in your head, whatever the case may be. Like, if no one is checking you on it, I guess starting younger that you feel like you can get you're invincible with everything. I guess that's unfortunate. 
because you it, there will come a time in life where somebody is going to put you in your place. Somebody. But unfortunately, if you have not, if it's been happening, if it's, if it's only one person to me, that's, that's not enough to get somebody to really look at right. their ways. Right. It has to be different people. And I honestly think it has to be different people like outside of that same group or whatever setting it is. So if it's a situation where it's friends, like I don't think all three friends from the group can check this one person because now they're going to feel like you're ganging up on me instead of being receptive, right. right. Being receptive to whatever the message is, or, you know, even if it's family and everybody says it at the same time, they're still going to see this. They're being ganged up on or the family don't like me. The family's always attacking me and they make themselves a victim. Mm-hmm. So it has to be like different scenarios, deep, different groups. I think for them to have to, to, I guess, understand what they're doing is wrong or their actions or whatever they like as far as values. Like maybe one person from the family says it and then a, a different person from the friends group that, you know, has no ties to the family, a coworker at work, whatever the case may be. That's usually what helps a person transition when different people from different groups or different walks of their life start to say the same thing. But I think now people like they're choosing that route that you said is a choice where you just don't even entertain and just walk away. That's it. Just that simple. Just walk away. It won't hurt you. It don't make you a punk. It don't make you less hard and no street cred. Like, just walk away. Yep. Yeah, it that... takes more to walk away than sit there and engage with some ignorant ass person. Yeah, y'all choose whatever suits you best, but I'm definitely going back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got time. I got time. Yeah, pray for me. Yeah, pray like y'all pray for them. Pray, pray for me. <laughs> Where can they find us? But yes, you, you guys you can, can find her on the corner somewhere checking people. <laughs> Tell them where they can find me. <laughs> you guys can find us on Instagram at Balance and Water. Um, both of our personal pages are down below. Um, you can actually listen to us, tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, and we're also on Amazon Podcasts. Um, tell a friend, reshare us if you're listening to us. Let us know what you think. Anything else for them? No, that's it. All right, guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful third week. Well, going on second week um, of the new year. Hope you guys are still growing and glowing. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.